Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And this week, your away team will continue and conclude our conversation with, uh, of on... Whatever preposition you want to use there. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Regarding Deep Space Nine Season 2. We talked about favorite episodes. We talked about... What's our least favorite episode? I think ZU mentioned at some point. I I you really didn't... The Wire? I really didn't like The Wire, but the Maki Part 2... My only note is that was an episode that happened. Yeah. I don't disagree. And the only reason I include it is that the, Maca- the Maki play a big role in Deep Space Nine, they play a big role in Voyager, It's mm. and uh, actually in TNG Season 7. Like it, You would be lost without that there. It's not worth two two parts of an episode. Mm. There There is one episode in there, maybe. Yeah. But it is pretty foundational for the next several years of shows. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, the marquee part one that I'd like almost completely checked out of. But... With Marquis Part 2, <laughs> one of my big notes was just Cisco and Dukat, enemies to lovers to enemies in under 90 minutes. <laughs> that do be how that works. Because there's that when they're on the runabout together mm-hmm. and Dukat's leaning over him, yeah, telling him how to find things. He's practically like, nuzzling is, him. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, you guys are adorable. And then, you know, they hate each other again. So. Dude, Dukat's had <laughs> seven kids. Yeah, I'm a canon. <laughs> He, he, he knows how to find a lover. <laughs> <laughs> well, there may be some half Bajoran, half Cardassian kids yeah. out there that are his. And you know. He, he, they're, then, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just going to Like, he has seven kids, that. but consent is an issue. Oh, yeah. With that for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, he's, you know, he's trying to get some whether they consent or he's not. He's a sexual creature. Who's also evil. Got he, it. Who is a bad man. He's a, yeah. He's a, he's the worst kind of bad man. He's a fundamentally bad man who thinks he's a good man who had mm. to do bad things. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, just a big, big sack of shit and rationalization in that mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> so that was your least favorite episode, Eris? There, there were some that were boring that I yeah. checked out more on, um, but I think if you're talking about episode that I'm least likely to watch again, it's actually the crossover. Really? The, it was very good canon, but it was like mm-hmm. really intense and heavy. And I was like, I think I only need to see this once in my life. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with like yeah. any like really torturous visual depictions I of see. slavery well. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm not okay with this. <laughs> they, they go back to the mirror universe at a rate of about once a year. Okay. For the rest okay. of the show. But I will brace myself. They embrace other aspects of it. The best one, I think, is the last one where Quark and Rom have to go. And oh. Rom's the only one that's pointing out that the idea of the mirror universe is stupid. He's like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good for Rom. Yeah. As Rom grows, he becomes one of the yeah. best also, characters I, to watch. <laughs> this is a comment just for Z, pretty sure, because neither of the other two, I think, have read these books. Did you notice how 
in the crossover, it was almost exactly like the plot of A Court of Thorns and Roses when they're in the underground with Cisco being Reese and the other Kira being Amarantha and the our Kira being like Feyre. But even up until including like wearing like the matching dress thing and being like, I'm going to parade you around my, my little pet human slave. Tee hee 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 hee. Oh no, the person I've been forcing to sleep with me suddenly betrays me. Oh no. It's literally a Sarah J. Moss novel. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was done before A Court of Thorn and Roses. So I'm thinking Sarah J. Moss, a secret Star Trek fan. Yeah. <laughs> At least a Deep Space Nine. Hey, guess yeah. what? You guys have read A Court in Thorns of Roses because you watched the episode. Nice. That's it. They, That's the book. <laughs> they actually did a series of novels in the Mirror Universe with intended Kira and her. <laughs> like... Amarantha Gross. <laughs> her, her being horny on main yeah. for every Mirror Universe female character in the canon. Including herself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good question. Yeah. Would you fuck your clone? Yes. I mean, it depends on the clone. I would it's not like clone of you. I know you're a Gemini, but there's to... actually only one of you. <laughs> no, no, no. We had this discussion before with like the past Riker thing, with like, oh, yeah, like yeah. a clone that was like from eight, ten years ago. Yeah. It depends. A clone from like yesterday. Or I'd be like, a, yes. a slightly eviler clone than you. Or, I mean, we might be in the mirror universe. A slightly more altruistic version of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the altruistic one. Okay. The evil one, it depends if... No, we will go into my fantasies. It's fine. Yes, the answer is yes, with just the asterisk qualifications. I don't think there's that many qualifications. If, 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 with that level of... Like, Can I yeah. tie them up? They don't need to talk. The answer is yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> you are from the mirror universe, yes. And you would with the other universes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just I'm just how I would go about it would be different in both cases. <laughs> I would have to meet them first. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like immediately like, yeah, horny on me. <laughs> Woo! Going going back to part one, I would just admire myself from afar like a, like a, <laughs> a piece of pristine art. I'd be like, My god, you're magnificent. Come here. <laughs> no, not come here. Stay there. <laughs> no, I'm immediately like, can well, I it's the same thing. Bring me my lasso. You wanna look at it, you'd probably Probably want to touch it. Yeah. You'd be like, I want to lick it. I'm putting yeah, it out. That's true. Put it in and you're just mouth. watching us have these encounters. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Where am I? I'm just, are you? I'm just picturing you with like a white lab coat with a clipboard because you're the social researcher. Like this notes. experiment is going <laughs> so well. Or even better, that person at speed dating that hits the bell. <laughs> Look, I'm just a facilitator for the chaos. I don't actually go here. Yep. You would not be interested in two versions of me? I thought it was ourselves. That was the I'm question. Saying, now on the menu. Two versions of you could be interesting, but I, again, it goes back to when was that clone made? Or is, is it mm. an eviler version of me mm. or a more altruistic version of me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there's, there's some factors there that I yeah. would need to study. And then I let you know. Oh, from afar. That's why we work. We want to look. But before that, I, I would need to, like, tattoo you so I knew which one the real you was. You got into it under the eyeball. Just like Arnold Schwarzenegger did. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't remember which one it is. I'll six tag day. your ear. Six day. Six day. I'll tag oh. your ear. Just yeah. an old sci-fi movie. Yeah. I think you're talking that, that he really did. I was like, I know <laughs> he was a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> no, but like, No, it's a movie. I'm sorry. It was just old. old I gotta be worried about clones. <laughs> He wasn't yeah. that one movie. 
<laughs> it wasn't me who had the sex with the the elf. It was the clone. <laughs> Always like, expecting the voice. I, We've been doing this show for three years, friendo. I, my, my brain is broken. To be fair, that was your the first time we've heard your Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. We've like, heard like, many a voice. Right, that I, voice. I expect voices, and I just wasn't expecting it to come out so quickly, so cleanly. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, it's fucking Arnold. Arnold's a, uh, an old go-to. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Connery, yes. but yeah. 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 Going into our recording session uh, today, Z had a fixation. <laughs> I'll call it. Is that is that accurate? It, I don't know. if Fixation is accurate. Uh, a, uh, a, query. a query. A query. A query. Yes. And uh, that was overwhelming <laughs> and, and needed to be shared and all encompassing. Yeah. That's all of my queries, though. You should just be used to it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> right? You invited us onto the show, good sir. We've been doing this for three years. Yes. <laughs> I'm orienting the listener. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, they should be caught up. But when these messages came by, there was. Not anything surprising about them. <laughs> it was like it was just like all right, here we go. And it was just like all right, yeah. Guide us through this, and we'll kind of go through some of our answers. Oh yeah. So I don't remember how it started, but I was thinking yeah. it started with you having some weed. Y- yeah, yes. it did. <laughs> it did. It did. Actually, I went outside. I came back in, and I said, "Hey, Eris." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that is how it started. <laughs> who who are you in the Deep Space Nine yeah. universe? And well, I was like. Oh, about it. You know when you're a kid and you're like watching the cartoons of like your siblings and stuff and you're like, I'm that one, I'm that one. Like I uh-huh. was like, well, I'm not any of them, but I could be like a mix of them. And yeah. I was like, you guys aren't any of them, you could be a mix. So I made them a math equation and I was like, who plus who equals which one of us? Right. Yeah. So Eris and I did ours together. Right. And we said that Laura is Keiko and Dax. And Mac is Cisco and Quark. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to feel about it. Because you said Cisco for me as well. And I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I don't view myself as a religious icon. By season four or five, he's a little too comfortable okay, but with right it. Right now, as, as, of, as of season two, this yes. is the information that we're working. He goes a little Colonel Kurtz with the 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 <laughs> like oh the Bow to me, I am your god. Yeah. Well, well, as of right now, yeah, fair with the information that we have presented yeah. for us. Eris is, we said, was Miles and Kira, and I'm Bashir and Odo. I would like to defend my Miles thing. Miles is my professional self. I already mm. lead a double life. <laughs> so Gemini. when I'm, thanks. <laughs> so when I'm at work, I am absolutely like, all right, it's broken. I guess it's me that's fixing it. And that's like basically my job. <laughs> I mean, it's not my actual title, but it's the function that I serve in my branch. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, then um when I'm, you know, off duty, I'm just sort of like, I remember this one time in the underground where I had to do this. And then I'm like, yeah, that reminds me of Kira. Yeah. Which is so funny because I, when I did this, I had came up with completely different right. things. Except for Cisco. That was the only... And Keiko, you said... Oh, no, I did say Cisco. No, wait, that's you. I'm looking at you. <laughs> I was like, wait, I did say the exact... No, that's that's different. I said Cisco. And yeah, I said Keiko maybe for me, but I wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. There's, there's some Keiko-ness to you. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So I've put um, for Z, I put Kira and Nog. Um, Eris, Dax, and Garrick. Okay. Mac, Cisco, and the Klingon chef. 
Um, or I said, or O'Brien if I have to pick a main character. And then I put Odo and possibly Keiko for myself. Why did you pick Odo for yourself? I was thinking more of the lawful good yeah. <laughs> part. It's, it's the... Going to get down to what's actually happening because I want to make right. sure justice is served and I want right. to make sure that, you know, yeah the right thing happens. But, you know, I'm going to yeah. learn yeah. a lot along the way. Yeah. yeah. Who needs Those are the same, same reason I picked for myself. <laughs> <laughs> for Laura, I picked Esri and Cassidy, who you, you don't, don't know. You don't know either of those people yet. Yeah. <laughs> I have to be very careful about referring to future characters yes. because there's some... Spoilers. Spoilers just in their names, because we talked about another thing mm-hmm. later, and I was like, well, there's this character, if I give you how the character's identified, they'll be like, <gasps> yeah. or if I give you any of these characters' last names, you'll be like, oh no! Mm-hmm. Uh, for Z, I gave Kira and parentheses Bashir minus the yucky part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eris, I gave Dax and Garrick. Alright, so that's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. almost want to be like, explain. <laughs> the Garrick part makes sense. Yeah. I don't I think mean, that like, one yeah. makes No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's, the, the, it's the mischief costume. part of yeah. Garrick. The the Dax part was, it was just yeah. along for the ride, willing to like, oh, down okay, for yeah. anything. And yeah. like, and, no experiences. And sometimes, yeah, yeah no. Okay. Like, and this week I'm going to be a Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that happens a lot more. There's a little bit of that in Blood Oath this season, but uh, okay. yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. She does. She does like to do like. I mean, she's like all up in the Ferengi culture. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. That's yeah. true. No, she, she's that seeking out fun experiences alone. wherever she can find them. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's like when I see Dax, she's very. This could be like like my self perception is not the same perception sure. that other people have of yeah. me because when I look at Dax, I'm just like that's a person who's incredibly well put together, and like has her shit together. And I look mm. at me in the mirror and I'm just like yeah, I, I don't no. see myself. <laughs> I see a raccoon coming out of a garbage can. That is. <laughs> literally my self-image <laughs> and so like you're like you're like it's Dax I'm like Dax like wears clothes that don't have stains on them <laughs> like I'm a raccoon good sir <laughs> I live in the filth <laughs> I was born in the filth Batman yeah, yeah that's there where we the go. Yeah. Comes yeah. <laughs> I mean there we the go the equation works <laughs> You want to get super low. Cheers! Garrick likes to make clothes. <laughs> hey. Which I do too! I just started on some little hand warmers today. They're going so cute! What am I going to do today? Knit something nice for a friend or torture someone? <laughs> Fuck, that is most of my days. Yeah. <laughs> alright, alright, I concede. <laughs> Could go either way. Yeah. But not the character that we saw in the last episode. The Vorta Eris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, who's this bitch? Who's this bitch with my name? <laughs> okay, I did like her purple contacts. So I was like, ooh, I do like the purple contacts. The little light periwinkle looking one. You would. Purple is like your favorite color. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I, so I still want to eventually do lavender someday, but I also want to do like really, really light bleach blonde and then like purple. Mm. Like, but like a half. We'll finish up our discussions of those after our commercial break! Miles never has a second cup of coffee when he's on the station. Messages of social enlightenment. Black lives matter. Yes. Trans lives matter. Don't be racist. (laughs) Yeah. Go to therapy. If you engage in a racism, do better. Yeah. Yeah. Don't double down and make that your whole goddamn thing. Yeah. It's bad for business. Listen to your buddy, Quark. (laughs) (laughs) Read books and dismantle systems of oppression. 
Thank you for the sticker, Lord. <laughs> it's my favorite. Drink your water. Yeah. Just be fucking kind. Save the bees. <laughs> Probably too late for them bees, though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't make Start honey preparing out your of body bees. for the Thunderdome. <laughs> right. Do those push-ups. I won't. If you enjoy the word mouth usements that we utter, then you might enjoy the other fine podcasts on partyapocalypse.com, including Disorganized. A Criminal Minds podcast with your hosts, Z, Laura, and Eris. They will be airing on Mondays immediately after ours. Uh, they are up and running. So listen to them right now. Woo! And we also have uh, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods with friends of the show, Donna and Kenzie and myself. And we also have full runs of Friendable's Two Friends talking about Hannibal Lecter, As the Myth Turns, and The Fourth Wall, books, blogs, movie reviews, and nothing else. Z, you got anything to plug? Yeah, I got a TikTok, at underscore, it's just Z underscore. Eris. Nope. Love of my life, do you have anything to plug? Nah. Okay, then with that, we'll go back to our episode. <laughs> my continuing list... For uh, the equation, I, I, I said Dax and Garrick for you, and we yeah. defended that choice yeah. pretty well. And then for myself, I said O'Brien with the defense of how many times have I grumbled some variation? I just uh, I just fixed that while yeah. we're recording. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and Quark, if for no other reason than I may definitely have had a poster of him in my bedroom growing up. I I've heard you. Cackle. And also, like, when, when I pitched the idea of doing a Star Trek tabletop game, you were like, I want to play a Frankie. Immediately. Yeah, I, I want to play a Frankie. Like, that was your first. I barely finished the statement, would you guys like to play a Star Trek game? I'm playing Frankie. And I'm like, okay. I Yeah. 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 You, you're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I definitely think after hearing your, your explanation for why you're Miles, I think I want to change mine from Cisco to Miles. Excellent. Miles and Quark. Yeah. And, you know, he would totally on vacation also bring books and things to read. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Okay, there's like no manuals and Mac is book. <laughs> but that's kind of also be when I'm like how I just need two bolts of cloth, right? Right? We like for a three day weekend at our parents' house. You're right, I should bring three bolts of cloth. <laughs> we really haven't talked about the the reality of ebooks in the 24th century he literally has seven or eight devices on the panel <laughs> yeah. it's like you can't upload those all into one bud how yeah like how many books he's he's like well i have to bring oh i need this is 300 and th- this is 452 but i definitely need those over there <laughs> i think in the 90s they couldn't they can wrap their heads around faster than light travel and mm-hmm. goop people and... But they couldn't <laughs> understand that, like, an MP3 player, right. you know, could hold more than ten songs on it. Right. Or that flash memory would be a thing. Yeah. 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 Like, this this device holds this whole book on it. I have to... It'll only hold that forever. Yeah. That is interesting. It's an interesting Like, concept. I almost got the impression in some... Maybe or Next Gen where it's, like, one tablet would have one thing on it and so if you wanted to pick up and read something else you had to go grab a second tablet you couldn't switch back and forth you could like this is only one thing is stored on this yeah yeah very strange and you know that's not a ferengi make mostly because they were there before we met the ferengis yeah. <laughs> yep. 
But Frankie's like, all right, that's a good business proposition. All right, make them buy multiple copies of the... Why can't you just put more books on one tablet? Shh, you're putting... That's putting money on... No, you're wasting the money on the table. Do we have any other discussion about the equations? Do we have any questions? Like, any... Who, who did you say I was? Uh, I said you were Kira and parentheses Bashir minus the yucky part. Mm. No, mm-hmm. okay, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. I put Kira and who else did I put? Nog? Yes. Nog. Yeah, nog. I can see some nog. Yes. Okay. And it, w- the thing is, is that you don't, uh, some of this is like nog, the way he becomes more mm-hmm. in the future, but like he's down for some mischief all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going to eventually do the right thing in what he does. Often and... he employs mischief for the right thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, okay. and I he saw a little bit of that Kira too. And I was like, I think, yeah, you put those together and we, we got to okay. see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. Down for mischief, but like gonna do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's mischief for a good cause. Yeah. (laughs) But it's also like, like, what's funny is watching like Nog and Jake. Sometimes like Nog may get to, like they both get to the right conclusion, but I appreciate that Nog will get there faster than you think a Ferengi boy would. (laughs) Nog is perhaps the greatest example, like taken in whole, the greatest example of the Star Trek ideal, whereas... Jake is a delightful slob. <laughs> like he, he is a low key disappointment to his father. Like he never does anything bad, but he's just right. like he makes other decisions in his life where his dad's like, really? That's this what, is you what you want to do? Yeah. Good for Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because Nog was the one in the beginning where he was like, Jake, I don't want you hanging out with that boy. And I'm like, but Nog turned out to be the one that. Cisco would have been really proud of in a son. Right. <laughs> I really do like Jake and Nog's relationship because, yeah, it is, it's like, this is probably what the Federation hopes for in terms of like, yeah. Nog is learning so much by being on the space station, but especially because mm-hmm. he's friends with Jake. He's able to see that he doesn't like, you know, he's like, has, has there ever been a better friendship between a Ferengi and a human than us. And it's like, no. Not even close. Yeah, yeah. not even yeah. close. Yeah, and like they are best friends. And, and Nog is benefiting a lot from that. It's this 15-year-old kid who makes far more headway in diplomatic relations with the Ferengi than literally all of Starfleet. <laughs> right. Jean-Luc Picard, the idiot savant of diplomacy, <laughs> yeah. could not work his way through any of that shit. And Jake's right. like, hi, I'm Jake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of other kids here. <laughs> the problem is, is that they haven't put up post at D- Deep Space Nine yet. Honestly, if they had shore leave at Quark's bar, I think there would be better relations. It's true. Because you, you know Troy would be like, okay, I feel for Rom. Poor, he's trying so, he's not very smart, but he's trying so hard. <laughs> Rom and Cisco should be best buds. They're, right? they're single fathers. Right? Yes. yes. They have a single father support group every fucking week. Just right. be, like, be like, yeah, my wife died. Well, my wife just left because I was poor. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ooh, that's rough, buddy. Yeah. It's also interesting to me how, like, Nog intrinsically had these characteristics that do tend to be more like Starfleet, that do tend right. to be more human. But, like, because he's a Ferengi, he has to suppress all of that and he has to act more. You know, like a Ferengi right. and all of this. But, like, there's been... Oh, I can't remember. I feel like there was an episode last season, maybe, where he 
goes like the stuff that he's learning in school or from Jake or something and he goes to Quark and like but what if you did this like this is it like here's this new thing I learned about and like Quark would have never thought about that before he's like hmm maybe that does make me some money so like Nog is learning to incorporate all of this stuff and it's because it's safe for him to be himself with Jake Mm -hmm. and vice versa like Jake is kind of your not typical like he doesn't have he doesn't seem to want to go to the academy. He doesn't yeah. want to follow his father's path. Yeah. So, but he's the not, anti-Wesley. Yeah, but like he's figured out so much of what Wes, of Wesley's <laughs> yeah. bullshit before he turned at sixteen. Yeah, weirdly yeah. enough, I, I I really like what Jake says. He's like, Starfleet is too much you, Dad, mm-hmm. and he's just like, that's great. I don't want to ever forever be like, oh yeah, Cisco's boy. Like, fuck yeah. you, I'm a Cisco too. Like, so <laughs> I completely understand him going like. What if I just paint? <laughs> what if I just do something else? You're not far off. <laughs> yes! Okay, you, want a, you want a little bit of a spoiler? Uh, sure, yeah. He decides to become a writer. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> he's, he's a good guy. And there's 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 a tension because there's a whole episode about that later that I don't like that there's much. There's varying tension. Well, mm, yeah, I don't like that you don't like that episode. <laughs> Maybe I'll like it more this yeah. time. I don't go here. <laughs> he, he, he spends some time being a war correspondent for the Federation News Service, and that puts him in conflict with his father. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay. Not much else on season two, unless somebody else has something overwhelming I, they need to talk about. In when we did our our first episode of Deep Space Nine, mm-hmm. uh, our first podcast episode, you had asked Laura. You had asked us if we shipped Kira and Odo mm-hmm. and we both were like no what no <laughs> and I was shipping Kira and Odo in like the first episode <laughs> of this season or second I can't yeah, yeah second Z, Z fell on that real fast <laughs> I did yeah I did I mean like at one point I took they my earbuds out and I was like ravenous. so here's the thing so deep in criminal minds at that point and I'm just sitting here going like look at my baby Hodgner blah 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 and, and, and like you were just straight up like Eris Kira and Odo now and I'm like what the fuck oh okay so I, I think I think at one point I was sitting it was like dead dead quiet yeah and you were you were like moving around doing something in the apartment I can't remember but then I just went oh <laughs> yeah okay look, were look. so confused <laughs> Z had so many face journeys <laughs> at the beginning of the season. <laughs> and they were almost all related to Gira and Odo. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's Necessary Evil. Uh, yeah. Episode Shows 8. They yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see how they met and how he is literally covering up mm. a murder that she committed yeah. at yeah. one point. And yeah. he was like, right. and, and how he... he he me- he doesn't mean her any harm, and and mm. she has a defensive crustiness to her. I think that's with everybody. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I had no judgments. Just yeah. Like I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. There, there was, ugh, man. Okay, in the collaborator, um, I think it was a collaborator. Yeah. Kira and Barile are like doing their thing or whatever. And o- when Kira says that she's in love with him, Odo's like, You humanoids, when it comes to emotional attachments, you never see the obvious. And I was like, Odo, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> you poor bastard! <laughs> there were just, there were so many good moments between the two of them this mm-hmm. season that yeah. I just, I vibed with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they are relationship goals, I would say. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. There's a lot, and I, I mean, I, it's interesting 
that because there, there, there are many points. Let me get a sentence out here. There are many <laughs> points in this season where I felt like they had a good idea and they mm-hmm. started out good, but the episode fizzles or ends very abruptly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like they just didn't take it all the way um, mm-hmm. somehow. And like there are several episodes that I couldn't even think of just one example because I'm like, that one ended really quick. Like, I think my least favorite one, I think it was called Playing God, because there were like four plots happening in this episode. And it was it was just all, this was the one where the, the station has a rodent problem. Oh, Dax yeah. is babysitting a Trill candidate. Yeah. Uh, they pick up a proto-universe for some reason. There was also a rule of acquisition, never have sex with the boss's sister. So yep. I don't remember why oh. that came about. Yeah. So like there's just way too many plots happening in that and they don't really come round about to each other. Yeah, and it I just forgot felt that like all... these were all your leftover ideas that you Definitely. decided to throw into something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why not make the Trill thing its own yeah. episode and teach us more about that mm. culture and how you become a Trill or how you become a host and yeah. you know all this stuff. And like, it just felt like everything was just such a quick like, uh, and then the episode was over. This yeah. is an interesting <laughs> period in just Star Trek production history because they are wrapping up next generation getting the next generation movie up and running trying to get deep space nine figured out and getting ready to start voyager all at the same time Mm. so okay the resources are spread a little thin Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i can see that but it just yeah i'm not uh, saying it's a disservice to this show that is just getting started yes yes and and the great thing about this show is that it'll end up being sort of the stepchild and ignored but then they lean into that. Like, no one's paying attention to what we're doing. We can do whatever we want. Okay. Cool. Didn't, that's kind of what Enterprise did, but not until later in Much its run. Later. And yeah. by then it was, then it the got canceled. The ratings were too low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they'd figured it out faster, too. Mainly because I forgot to start the timer at the start of our <laughs> act. I think we are reaching <laughs> our uh, end time here. Does anybody else have anything else about Deep Space Nine Season 2 before we wrap it up? I don't know if this is going to be a... Sh- This can be a short conversation. The episode Blood Oath is sort Mm. of held up in various places on the internet as being Mm. one of those very trans-friendly... There's a great moment. It's a something. meme. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's yeah. that Curzon, my old friend. And she's like, it's Jedzia now. And he goes, Jedzia, my old friend. And yeah. they immediately switch to her correct pronouns. And yeah. it's just like this immediate like, okay, um, kind uh-huh. of situation that like has been just gleamed onto as like, see, Klingons can get pronouns right. Why can't you? Right. Um, or not so dead naming, yeah. I'm yeah. just yeah. curious what people thought of that episode since we hadn't really talked about it too much. Oh, yeah. It was a very sad... Oh, it was. <laughs> it was a very sad episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I vibed with it. It was... I, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. All three of those Klingons were bad guys on TOS. They're bringing back ah! their characters. Yeah. The the human, angry human looking Klingons. Oh yeah. my god. One of them was from the triple episode, one was from the other one. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It was, it was a yeah, it was a big event for them. Like we're gonna bring back the three main Klingon bad guys and they're mm-hmm. gonna be crusty old men who are yeah. funny and delightful and mm-hmm. won't dead name you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I always love when they're when the Klingons come to the show, mm-hmm. um, and I really like the opportunity to see a lot more of Dax mm-hmm. fleshed out because she's such a stoic character yeah. Yeah. that we don't. I don't feel like I've gotten to know her very well. And, yeah. and part of it, I think, is the performance. I mean, uh, Terry Farrell was this was like her first gig, mm. and so she just wasn't as comfortable 
acting on, on a television screen. And as she gets more comfortable, the character gets more comfortable, and we can be let more yeah. in. Mm-hmm. But I also like that we we have three old Klingons that we don't know anything about, and you come to actually care for them mm-hmm. and like the right. bond that they have. Yeah. It's well, not, and this was them a well done episode because we we as bad guys. Yeah, yeah. we know yeah. them like as bad guys from the past. But if you don't know that, they're just these three old Klingons yeah. who knew Curzon, another character we don't even know. And right. suddenly we care about all of them, and some of them die, and you're sad, and you're like, wow. And some of them will be back later. It's not <laughs> the last we've seen of one of them. I can't remember which one. Not... Wait, only one of them died. Only one of them died. I, I thought think two we... died for some reason. Can't just remember. one. Yeah, I can't okay. remember. One of them definitely comes back. One of them was like, like, I'm mortally wounded. Like, I, I feel like I'm getting better, sir. <laughs> I'm so, just curious because I liked that episode. I like that episode. I hope other time. people yeah. liked it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the stronger ones this yeah. year, and I think it introduces a lot of fun Klingon stuff that's yet to come. Uh, so next time we're going to go back to the Enterprise D one last time for Ooh, TNG yeah. season seven. Well, then movies. Yeah, and then yeah. movies, but but yeah, but uh, as they take some time to de-evolve into spiders. Uh, yeah, they do. Beverly and Jean-Luc get telepathically linked for an episode and somehow still manage to not be able to get their shit sorted out. <laughs> Worf does everything... Disappointed! <laughs> Worf does everything everywhere all at once before Michelle Yeoh could even get started. And <laughs> while at the same time getting the most magnificent cake for his birthday that I've ever seen in my life. Mm, good cake. And the man loves cake. And Worf, not... Yeah. I mean, Worf loves cake. <laughs> I took it. Yeah, good for him. And then he they, gets two cakes in this in this season. The cake changes. He gets two in the cakes. Universe. No, no, yeah. no. He gets the. Oh yes, in the other yeah, episode, there's it's a cake theme with him. Yes. You're absolutely right. And then of course, pastries. <laughs> and then of course, there's that candle though. <gasps> Yay! I don't get it. Scottish sex candle. The weird Beverly. Beverly has a, an affair to... with a candle. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's, 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 a, good, that's the correct It's a reaction. ghost within a candle. Max been making jokes about this weird sex candle. Yeah, for yeah. like a little. It's bit. ridiculous, but you're gonna watch that episode like okay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds familiar, but I don't feel like I have enough context. But maybe that's because you've been keeping it spoiler free. Mm. Yes, trying to at least. Yeah. All right, so then we'll talk to you then. Okay, bye-bye! bye bye.